Beyond the Game, talking sports from a different point of view, highlighting the stories and the people of faith. It's not a faith program that includes sports. It's a sports talk show rooted in faith-based principles. Welcome back to the show, recording in the BTG studios in Rochester, New York. Here is your host, Rick Benson. Welcome back into the Beyond the Game program. Glad to have you along. Bill Houston is a longtime radio guy. He's a producer with Our Daily Bread Ministries. Bill's also the director of Power Up Sports Ministries, which is part of Our Daily Bread. Bill Houston joins us now on the BTG studio line. Bill, thanks so much for being part of the show. Oh, Rick, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Bill, I think for most people, the first thing they think about when they think about Our Daily Bread is those fabulous little monthly devotional booklets. <laughs> but what is Power Up all about? Well, Power Up, uh, the name Power Up came from also a, a devotional, a sports uh, devotional that uh, we were printing for years. It was written by athletes and for uh, for those who do sports ministry, chaplains and character coaches and the like. And uh, so the name Power Up was something that we had uh, been using for years. And so when uh, this whole sports ministry aspect came along in terms of reaching into the lives of those who do sports ministry, uh, Power Up was sitting there. They said, you know what, this is a great name for that. Uh, we already own the rights to it. Uh, but it really fits uh, what we're trying to do with these one-day conferences. So Power Up was the name that was developed. It, it came, Rick, from an effort that I was doing kind of on my own for, oh, my goodness, some 16 years or so, where, uh, you know, these one-day conferences were something we were doing here in the Great Lakes region and also down in Indianapolis. And uh, I had kind of fallen into sports ministry uh, with the Arena Football League, when we had a franchise come to our area, uh, I began doing sports ministry as their team chaplain, had no clue what I was doing, uh, and still learning so very much about this work. Uh, but I began pulling together sports chaplains and sports ministry folks uh, for these one-day conferences so we could learn from one another. And then Our Daily Bread brought the, uh, brought the ministry effort uh, on board as an official part of what we're doing a couple of years ago. And so the name Power Up uh, was given to that effort. Now, you've been with Our Daily Bread for quite a while now, haven't you? Yeah, 23 years. When uh, it... This month, as a matter of fact. Oh, well, congratulations. Happy anniversary. <laughs> when, when and how did you first get involved in the ministry? Well, I was working for a Bible conference, Rick, uh, back east in the state of Maryland that uh, also produced a daily 15-minute radio program. It was called Morning Cheer, and it was from Sandy Cove Bible Conference down in the northeastern part of the state of Maryland. And I was the host and producer, and, uh, you know, you do everything uh, to pull that program together. And it was so fun, and I learned so much. Uh, but the handwriting was kind of on the wall. They had been on the air for over 30 years, and they were moving in some different directions. The radio ministry uh, was something that was probably going to be put on the shelf. And so I just sent resumes out uh, all over the country. And at that time, this ministry was known as Radio Bible Class. And uh, I sent them a resume. They were looking for a producer. 
and uh, the rest is history, as they say. And I came on board uh, in August of 1990, well, September officially, I started of 1994, and uh, my family and I have been so very blessed to be part of uh, what's going on here. A number of our listeners, Bill, are, of course, familiar with Sports Spectrum. They may not know, though, that it was once part of Our Daily Bread Ministries. And you were co-host of that weekly radio program, along with Frank Jardina. What was your favorite part of doing faith-based sports radio? Oh, wow. Wow. We we could be here for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think the favorite part, Rick, was hearing athletes talk about something other than sports. That's going to sound a little strange coming from a guy who loves sports like yourself. But uh, to hear these men and women who are, uh, you know, top-notch athletes, they have been blessed by the Lord with some gifts and abilities that that we all admire, we all enjoy. Uh, We watch the standings, we watch the statistics. But to hear them talk about life, uh, you know, from growing up and how they came to faith uh, in Jesus Christ and, and why their faith was important to them. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, to hear these stories and to hear how faith was now uh, just an integral part of what they were doing as a pro athlete, uh, it, it meant a lot. It, it was a story that you usually don't hear a lot about. So to hear them talk about that and why it was important, uh, what it meant to their family, uh, you know, why pro sports and faith really do uh, have a part together, and they can run parallel. I, I mean, to hear those stories, Rick, was uh, it was amazing. I, I never grew tired of it. Yeah, I agree with you. That's why we started doing this program here. Mm-hmm. Are there, uh, of those stories, is there one in particular that you would think is a favorite of yours? Mm, wow. Uh, again, we could, we could tell a lot. <laughs> the, the one that sticks out to me, and, and maybe it's because I'm such a Baltimore Orioles fan. I, I love the O's. Uh, but I remember we had uh, Scott McGregor on, a uh, lefty pitcher for them for many years. Sure. And we had Scott on many times, and, and Scott just loves the Lord, great guy, and uh, ministry is what he's all about. But I remember him telling us in an interview that, uh, you know, you go out to the mound, and, and obviously your goal is to give the ball club a good outing. You, you want to throw a, a complete game if you can uh, but you want to give them a quality start at, at the very least. But he said that became such a pressure point for me that uh, when I began to realize that, you know what, whether I throw three innings or I throw a complete game, my family still loves me, my wife loves me, I have a mission in life, and most of all, Jesus loves me. And that doesn't change whether I, I you know, I, I go and I only get a couple of innings in and I get clobbered or I throw a complete game, or I throw a no-hitter. It doesn't matter. Jesus' love for me is the same. That never changes. And my mission for him, that never changes. And, uh, boy, that meant a lot to me. I, I, I heard that, and you know what? We can all take something from that. Uh, it, you know, we, we're going to have ups and downs and, and struggles in life, but you know what? The love of God never changes. And what he has for us to do while on this earth, that never changes. And uh, God is at work, and we can trust him in that. And I think that's what Scott was saying, and I've just never forgotten that. Yeah, well said. We're talking with Bill Houston here on the Beyond the Game program. Bill is a radio producer with Our Daily Bread, and he is director of the Power Up Sports Ministry. You can follow Bill on Twitter, at BHouston1958. You mentioned earlier that these uh, Power Up conferences, you got a couple more coming up in the next month or two, uh, geared Mm -hmm. towards sports ministry guys, team chaplains, 
happens, but can you be a little more specific? Tell us what will happen during that day for these guys. Well, it's a fast uh, six-hour period. It begins at 9 in the morning. We conclude by 3 in the afternoon. And and we do that, Rick, because we kind of reach out to a four-hour radius of of where that event is being held. Now, we do have people who come in from different uh, venues, you know, around the country, such as yourself. You're coming to Grand Rapids. That's a bit more than four hours away for you. But but by and large, we try to wrap the day up by 3 o'clock or so. That way, most of the men and women, they are home for dinner, uh, if at all possible. But the, but the, uh, the, the object of the day, the focus of the day, is to reach into the lives of these men and women who serve in sports ministry. And a lot of them, Rick, they don't have the the well-qualified, the well-oiled machine like Baseball Chapel, or they don't have Hockey Ministries International behind them. A lot of them are men and women, uh, lay leaders, actually, from their churches, and, and the Lord has opened up a door of sports ministry, whether it be at the high school level, whether it be in peewee football, whether it be at the local college, or even a pro team. The Lord has opened a door for them. And this day gives them an opportunity to come together with others who are serving in sports ministry. They can network together. They can ask questions. They can pray together. They can, you know, browse resources that we have available for them that they can use in their ministry efforts. And then they hear from some great speakers. This year, Mark Mitchell is our keynote speaker. Mark is the chaplain with the San Francisco Giants. Uh, we also will be hearing uh, from Isaiah Mead at Virginia Tech. He serves in sports ministry there. And also Dave Hudson from Indiana University will be speaking. Dave Giddings, another chaplain at Virginia Tech. And uh, j- just a whole host of different speakers who will be joining us. It's an opportunity, Rick, for them to come together with others who are doing sports ministry to receive some training, receive some resources, receive some encouragement and some great fellowship, and hopefully leave the day, well, powered up uh, for the ministry, the effort that God has for them. I know you're trusting God to lead according to his will. I know that. But what would you like to see him do through Power Up Sports Ministry? I would love to see the Lord uh, open up other doors for us to do these one-day conferences around the country. Currently, we're doing four of these each year, uh, and that's a lot of work. It really is. Uh, for anyone who's put together a conference uh, or, a, you know, a day at their church, you know, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of folks to contact, to contact, but boy, is it a lot of fun. It's a great opportunity to reach into the lives of those doing sports ministry. So what I would like to see, I would love to see the Lord just encourage these people to help them know that as they leave that day, there there are other people there who want to pray for them, who want to embrace them and help them when they come upon times of struggle. There are resources available that they can use uh, in their sports ministry effort. By uh, the bottom line here, Rick, I want them to know that they're not alone in what they're doing. Yes, they know the Lord Jesus Christ, as we talked about earlier, is, is by their side, upholding them by the power of the Holy Spirit. They're doing the work that God has called them to do. But I want them to know that there are others out there who want to stand alongside and pray with them to be there for them. And uh, if they can leave that, you know, if they can leave at the end of the day knowing that, 
uh, I think that we have, uh, you know, we can put a stamp, you know, mission accomplished uh, for what God has called us to do in the Power Up effort. Bill, we got to take a break, but there is much more that I'd like to talk about. Are you able to stick around for another segment? Oh, no, love to, Rick, love to. Oh, that's great. Thanks so much. We'll be right back then with more from Bill Houston of Our Daily Bread Ministries. I'm Rick Benson. This is the Beyond the Game program. Hey, it's me, Benson. Obviously, during the radio broadcast, this is the spot where the commercials go. But since you're listening to this on podcast, let me just take this opportunity to remind you that the Beyond the Game program is mainly listener-supported. Sure, we have some advertisers, but it's with the help of listeners like yourself that this radio ministry is able to stay on the air and even reach new markets. If you're able to help, please visit our website, btgprogram.com. That's btgprogram.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back into the Beyond the Game program. I'm Rick Benson, along with Zach Barletta. Prior to the break, we had been talking with Bill Houston of Our Daily Bread Ministry, specifically the Power Up Sports Ministry Conferences, and Bill has been kind enough to wait through the break so that we can pick that conversation back up. Bill, you and I seem to have kindred spirits for sports ministry. You specifically, though, you seem to have a heart for team chaplains, and I know that you used to be involved in the past in, in such leagues as the American Hockey League, the Arena Football League. And I'm wondering, are you still serving as a team chaplain? Yeah, I still have that that wonderful privilege, Rick. Uh, we have uh, an NBA Development League team, the NBA D League, as it used to be called. This year it's called the NBA G League because Gatorade has bought oh, that's right. the, yeah. the, the sponsorship. Yeah, but it's still the D-League in my heart. But we have, a, we have a franchise here in Grand Rapids. This will be year number four, and I've had the privilege of serving as their team chaplain all four years. And uh, they're associated with the Detroit Pistons and, of course, a lot of the NBA teams across the country. Many of them now have, uh, you know, this D-League or G-League franchise uh, to, uh, you know, to call players up from. But it's a wonderful opportunity to, well, to see some great basketball, again, for a guy who loves sports. These guys are so talented. But more importantly, and most importantly, to have the opportunity to do a Bible study with these guys during the week at one of the players' homes, uh, to, to do chapel with the players prior to game time, to pray with the team. And uh, for us just to unite together in the locker room and to pray together uh, as men and, and to, to see the Lord work, Rick, to see doors of opportunity open. Uh, I remember hearing, and I cannot remember the gentleman's name now, but he, he served as the chaplain at the University of Pittsburgh. And he was a guest of ours on Sports Spectrum Radio many, many years ago. But he said a phrase, and I know you've heard it, many have heard it who are listening to our, our conversation today. But he said being a team chaplain is a ministry of presence. And he's absolutely right. These players, these coaches, these, the staff, they know that, you know what, Bill cares about us. He's here for practices. He's here on home games. He makes sure that we have chapel time when we go on the road. 
these chaplains, Rick, they care about these teams. They're not in this to receive any glory. They're not in this to receive merchandise or tickets. They are in this to minister in the name of Christ to men and women, uh, just like you and I, who need to hear about Christ. And it's, it's a wonderful opportunity and a great privilege that we have. You're still involved uh, as a chaplain. I've had the privilege of knowing a number of chaplains for professional teams as well, a number who have even appeared on this program. What is the biggest obstacle, do you think, facing team chaplains and trying to impact the life of those players? Wow, great question. Uh, Again, I think it's building that relationship, that one-on-one opportunity. Uh, I mentioned that I'm in year number four with the Grand Rapids Drive. Rick, the first year... I had very little opportunity to speak one-on-one with a player. And that's because they didn't know me. They didn't tr- Who is this guy? Who's this guy that comes to practice all the time, and he's, and he's talking about Jesus, and what's he want from us? You know, who's, what's he all about? Year number two, totally different. It was as if the doors opened wide. That was the year that I began praying with the team in the locker room. Year number one, I didn't do that. I would go to the home games, and I would go to the spot that was our chapel setting, and if I got one player, if one player showed up for chapel, I felt like, wow, this uh, this has been a blessed opportunity today. Many times, no players showed up. So I would just pray for the guys. I would go down the roster, and I would pray for the guys. So, again, I I think it's building that relationship, being patient with what God is doing, not only in your heart but in the heart of the players, but just being there, being uh, consistent. Just those players, again, they need to know that you care about them. And that comes with work. It comes with time. It comes with patience. And, uh, Rick, if you knew me real well, you'd know that Bill is not a guy of patience. I, (laughs) I would go home many of those evenings and I'd say, Janine, not one player showed up. Not one player. And it was frustrating at times. I'm being totally transparent with you here. But I knew I had to stick it out. They have to know that every home game, Bill is standing right over there by those steps. Every game, he's here. And I'll tell you something, it made a difference. Year number two was totally different. So I think that's one of the biggest obstacles for a chaplain just to stick it out to have that ministry of presence, even when it seems like their ministry is going nowhere. Once again, we're talking with Bill Houston, director of Power Up Sports Ministry at B. Houston 1958. Being raised in Maryland, Bill, you mentioned your love of the O's. What are they going to do with that pitching staff? <laughs> That's a great question, too. I just don't know. It seems like they've had, again, so many ups and downs this year. And they kind of teased us there. I thought they were going to make a run at that second wild card spot. I think they got within a game and a half. But, again, it seems to have obviously, you know, at this point, it it looks like uh, we're looking ahead to 2018. But uh, some changes, it really seems like they have to make in the offseason. What those will be, I don't know. But in Kevin Gonsman, they have a great starter. Dylan Bundy, another great starter. I think they have some pieces to build with, but uh, they have some work to do. You satisfied as a fan with the manager? I am. I love Buck Showalter. I think he gets the best uh, out of his players, and, and I think they play for him. 
he reminds me a lot, and I often compare him in my own heart to another guy who coached in Maryland, and that would be Gary Williams at the University of Maryland for many years, uh, you know, working with a, a Terps basketball team that, you know, they didn't have the most talent. But again, I think Gary got the best out of them. I think Buck Showalter does that to a great extent. So uh, I hope he sticks around a couple of more years, and uh, uh, let's see what can happen. Bill, would you mind sharing with our listeners your salvation testimony? No, not at all, Rick. I uh, uh, grew up in a Christian home. Uh, My mom and dad uh, loved the Lord dearly. Uh, This was in Indianapolis. I was actually born in Indy. We moved to Maryland as a result. This was around eighth grade for me. They moved to Maryland pretty much uh, because I was in so much trouble in school in Indianapolis. It was uh, during the time of uh, busing was a big deal at the time. Uh, I did not do well in school. Uh, They sent me to a Christian school in Indy, and again, I didn't do well. I I flunked a year. I uh, was in trouble a lot, you know, just to shorten the story up, and uh, I was dismissed from that Christian school. And my mom and dad felt like, I think at that point, they were kind of out of options. Uh, My mom was from Maryland originally, and uh, we still had family back east. And uh, that family uh, pretty much convinced my folks, you know what, if you can move to Maryland, if you can give him a new start, give him another opportunity, let's see what can happen. And this is the story my mom and dad told me. And uh, they prayed uh, diligently about that. Uh, the Lord opened some doors. Uh, my mom was a, a registered nurse. She was our breadwinner. My dad was uh, very sick, uh, it, it was not able to work. And uh, they started a private uh, nursing home business from our home. Uh, we actually had patients who lived with us. And uh, so we moved to Maryland. And I knew that this was my last opportunity, Rick, to really kind of get it together with my schoolwork. And, and I did. And uh, But I was two years behind at this point. So, uh, you know, we go through school. I get into high school. Sports, obviously, a huge thing for me. Uh, I played varsity basketball as a freshman, uh, loved basketball. But by the time I was a senior, I was too old. I, I could no longer uh, play sports. And um, fortunately, uh, I was able to get on a work-study program, uh, continue to attend church sporadically, uh, but my mom and dad obviously continuing to pray diligently for me, family members praying diligently for me. Uh, in high school, I, I met a, a young lady. Our relationship, Rick, went into areas that never should have gone. Uh, and when I was a senior, uh, at my graduation was my wife, my daughter, my folks, my mother-in-law. You know, it was totally different than the other senior members uh, of my class. Uh, again, fortunately, I was on a work-study program, so I would go to class a couple of hours in the morning, and I would work the rest of the day. Uh, that marriage failed. It did not last. Uh, I ended up moving home with my folks. My daughter moved home with me. Uh, and I was working at the time at a factory that made two-liter Coke bottles and uh, did not have a car. But a gentleman gave me a ride who, who worked at that factory along with me, gave me a ride every day. Uh, his name was Don. Don loved the Lord so much, and he would witness to me. And I would tell Don, you know what, Don, I know what you're telling me is absolutely true. I, I've heard this 
uh, all of my life. I grew up in a Christian home. I know what you're telling me is true, but I've got all this stuff in my life. I've got to get all these other things straightened out. And, of course, he would tell me, Bill, no, no, it doesn't work that way. The way it works is you come to Jesus just as you are. Give him all that stuff and see what he can do with it. Well, he was right, of course. And I remember coming home from work one day. Don dropped me off at the door. And I won't go into all the details of what happened that day. It was a bad day. I can just tell you that. I went to our basement apartment where my daughter and I lived. And uh, I knelt down beside my bed and I surrendered my heart to Christ. And I said, Lord, I, I, I know that everything Don has told me and everything my folks have told me, I, I know it's right. I know it's true. And I need to give you my life. And, and Rick, I did. At that very moment, I surrendered totally to Jesus Christ. I tried to reconcile my marriage. That did not happen. I was able to get custody of my daughter. And it wasn't long after that, that particular summer, the summer uh, of 82, uh, I met a young lady at our church uh, who was uh, attending there, had been attending there for a long time. I knew her from school. I uh, didn't know her well, but I knew of her. Uh, our church had uh, conducted a July 4th musical for the city, and I did the narration for that particular musical. And she came up afterwards and said she thought the, the choir did a great job, she had enjoyed the narration, so on and so forth. And uh, I ended up asking her if she would like to have dinner with me, and she did. And she uh, has now been my wife uh, for 34 years. Yeah, and, praise uh, the Lord. Yeah, God is so, God is so good, and uh, we had two daughters and um, three children all together, all girls, <laughs> and uh, the Lord has been, uh, He has been good to me, Rick, and uh, I, I owe Him everything, and uh, wow, I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk about His goodness because, uh, you know, where would we be without that, huh? Mm, absolutely right. How can we pray yeah. for you specifically? What can we pray for you about? Well, Rick, of course, we have our uh, Power Up conferences coming uh, October 3rd in Grand Rapids, Michigan, at our home office, the home office of Our Daily Bread, and we're really excited about that. And then our next conference will be November the 7th in Indianapolis, and uh, that's an annual event for us there. And uh, so if some of our listeners know some folks in the the metropolitan Indy area who may be involved or would like to learn more about sports ministry— uh, they could go to the website, ourdailybread.org slash powerup, and they can learn all about the conference and the speakers and so forth. So uh, that would be uh, that would be two things that are really on my mind a lot right now, and we're just trusting God to do great things and excited about uh, what he's called us to do. Sounds great. Bill, thanks so much for coming on the program this morning, and mm-hmm. I'll see thanks you in just a couple us. weeks in Michigan. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, Rick. Thanks for coming. And uh, God bless you, and thanks for all you're doing there. That was Bill Houston from Our Daily Bread Ministries, here with us on the Beyond the Game program. He's currently serving as director of the Power Up Sports Ministry. Visit ourdailybread.org forward slash power up for more information. We've got more to do. Please stick around. You're listening to the Beyond the Game program.
Do you know a high school athlete looking for a D2 college? Hi, I'm Dr. Dina Porterfield, president of Roberts Wesleyan College. We're proud to be a serious athletic school with great opportunities for serious athletes. In fact, we have the only Division II athletic program in the area. Our many varsity programs range from basketball, tennis, and cross country to track and field, golf, volleyball, and soccer. Tell the young athlete in your life about Roberts. Visit roberts.edu.